Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Thank you so much for coming into this teaching. This is the 29th lesson of the series called Building Firm Foundations. And I would like to invite you to listen to the first 28 lessons. I will continue to teach this lesson until all the important truths of the Christian life will be really passed into you so that you will be a very strong Christian. This teaching is about giving the offering to the Lord. And we're going to talk about the attitude of giving, the heart's attitude in giving, in doing the things for the Lord. We don't want to do anything for the Lord with a wrong attitude or out of rituals or traditions. We want to do everything out of our heart. So I'm going to read scripture and go through many scripture to explain to you what kind of attitudes we should have in offering our life, our finances, talents, and time, and materials to the kingdom of God. Let me start by reading 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. The Bible says, But the Lord told Samuel, Don't look at his appearance or how tall he is, because I have rejected him. God does not see as humans see. Humans look at outward appearances, but the Lord looks into your heart, into the heart. Brothers and sisters, we have the sinful nature of Adam and Eve. And our heart attitude can be wrong in doing anything. Therefore, we need to really watch our attitude. We need to guard our heart. We want to make sure that we please the Lord. We do everything with the right heart. God doesn't look at only our paycheck or our offering check or our ability to serve, our gift of preaching and teaching, but He looks more than just outward things. He looks into our heart. First Peter chapter 2, verse 5 says, You also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house. We are being built up together to be the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. A holy priesthood. We are all the priests unto the Lord to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. The Bible talking about offer up spiritual sacrifices. When we give to the Lord, whether our time and money and ability, talents and giftings, we give to Him or we offer to Him as spiritual sacrifices. Spiritual mean come from the Spirit or from the heart. God will accept our offering when we give anything to God from our spirit, from the right heart, from the right attitude. That's why the Bible calls spiritual offering, spiritual sacrifices. Not mental, not soulish, not physical. 
not materialistic, but spiritual. It comes from our heart. We're going to look at different attitudes in giving together. Let's look at the first scripture here concerning the attitudes of giving. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, So let each one give as he purposes in his heart. Again, from the heart. Not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. The first attitude I want to talk about is giving to God with a cheerful heart. We smile when we give. We rejoice when we give. We are not giving with a grudging attitude or out of tradition or out of the job to do or going through the motions. We are happy. We are joyful in honoring the Lord and giving to the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 12 verses 11 and 12 say, Then there will be the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. There you shall bring all that command you, your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, the heap offerings of your hand, and all your choice offerings, which you vow to the Lord. You notice the word your choice offerings. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God. You and your sons and your daughters, your male and female servant and the Levite who is within your gates. You can see that the Lord commanded the children of Israel to offer sacrifices to the Lord, to give to the Lord. And the Lord told them, rejoice, come into my presence with joy. It's not a duty. You love God. You appreciate God so much. You have faith in God. Give to him cheerfully and joyfully. So the first attitude we learn here, the spirit of joy or the attitude that we are so cheerful when we give to the Lord. The second attitude that we should have in giving to the Lord is in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11. Why you are enriched in everything for all liberality which causes thanksgiving through us to God. The Apostle Paul was writing to the members in Corinth that God blessed them. They were enriched in everything. They had all their needs met. And they should give with generous heart. Liberality means generosity. And when you give out of generous heart, people who receive from you through God. You give to God, and God use that money or material to bless other people. They will give thanksgiving to Him. They will praise the Lord. You can see here the Bible talk about being generous, being liberal in giving. Don't be stingy. Don't be covetous. Don't love money. Trust God. Be generous to God. Second attitude, generous heart. First attitude, cheerful heart. Number three, we should give to the Lord what we decide in our heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. We should not go to church without preparation, sit there 
And when the offering bag comes by, oh, oops, uh, I, I don't know what to give yet. Okay, I, I pull out a one dollar bill and put in the offering bag. Every time I went to church, I would sit down first at home and wrote a check, and I knew exactly how much I decide in my heart to give that Sunday. Or if I give special offering. I will talk to the Lord and make a decision ahead of time how much I'm going to bless this ministry or how much I'm going to help the poor or give to whatever ministry God wants me to support. Deuteronomy 12, we read a while ago. I want to emphasize in verse 11 again. There you shall bring all that I command you, your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, the heave offerings of your hand and all your choice offerings. Again, I want to emphasize your choice offerings. You make a choice. You make a decision. You choose how much you're going to give. It's your own decision. God doesn't force anybody. So when we give, we need to think ahead. We need to prepare how much we're going to give. We pray to God. Don't give God without thinking and just dump some cash into the offering bag without talking to God first. Lord, I love you. This Sunday, I'm going to give you this amount of finances to you. Give with the heart of preparation. So generous heart, cheerful heart, preparing your heart to give. You know exact amount that you talk to God and you're going to give to God. That is the right heart. Number four, you give to God with a worshipful spirit or worshipful attitude. You give because you want to worship Him, because you want to honor Him, you want to praise Him. Romans chapter 12 verses 1 to 2 say, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. It's very important. Everything we do, we should come with the right heart and with holiness so that our offering, our body, our money, our materials, our time and energy will be acceptable to the Lord, which is your reasonable service. Actually, in NIV, say, your true and proper worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable, again, acceptable, and perfect will of God. You can see here that when we give to the Lord, we are worshiping Him. We give with a pure heart, righteous heart, holy heart, acceptable to the Lord. When we give to the Lord, we say, Lord, I praise you. I worship you, Lord. You are my master. I'm here to worship you. So we give the Lord, the Lord with a worshipful heart. Cheerful heart, generous heart. Prepare ahead of time how much we're going to give. We don't do last minute and without thinking ahead of time. Number five. We have the attitude that says, 
Giving is a way to show that the Lord Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. I surrender to you. I appreciate you, Lord Jesus Christ. God commanded us in Malachi chapter three verse ten, "Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house." My house means Jesus' house. Jesus is the head of His church. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. You can see here that is a command of the Lord. When the Lord Jesus Christ is our master, He is the owner of our life. He is our King. We want to worship Him. We want to honor Him. We want to show that we surrender to Him. Giving is a way to show submission, honor, and to really obey the Lord. We announce that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Giving is the way to show obedience and submission to the Lord. We give to the Lord with the heart of submission to the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ, and not only that, our hearts say the sixth attitude: I want to devote myself to the Lord. My life, I give to you. I devote myself to you. When you go out to work, eight hours a day, ten hours a day, you get the paycheck. That paycheck or the money that you receive, your salary, represent part of your life. Therefore, when you give money to God, or you give your life to God, you're trying to tell Him that I give my life to You. This represent my life. This check or this offering, I dedicate or devote my life to You. Second Chronicles chapter thirty-one verses four to six. Moreover, He commanded the people. Who dwell in Jerusalem to contribute support for the priests and the Levites that they might devote themselves to the law of the Lord. As soon as the commandment was circulated, you notice something here. They devoted themselves to the work of the Lord. The priests and the Levite did not have the outside job or secular job. They served in the temple. And the children of Israel devoted themselves as well by supporting the priests and the Levite. They were so devoted that when the Lord commanded them to give and support the temple of God, as soon as the commandment was circulated, the children of Israel brought in abundance the first fruits of grain and wine, oil and honey, and of all the produce of the field. And they brought in abundantly the tithe of everything. What wow, they're so generous, they're so devoted, they so loyal to their God. Their attitudes were right. And the children of Israel and Judah, who dwelt in the cities of Judah, brought the tithe of oxen and sheep, also the tithe of holy things which were consecrated to the Lord their God. They laid in heaps. Wow! They put all the offering like a mountain. So much. They were so generous. Both the priests, the Levite, and the children of Israel were devoted themselves to the Lord. They were so loyal. The attitude of devotion, 
and the attitude of loyalty to the Lord. When we give to the Lord, we need to think this way. I consecrate or dedicate myself to the Lord. I belong to God. I'm a child of God. I am a property of God. I'm loyal to only God. Money is not my God. Other things in the world, comfortable life is not my God. I devote myself to worship and serve the Lord. So that is another attitude. The attitude of devotion. Another attitude is the attitude of loyalty. Not only that, we give with the thankful attitude. Genesis chapter 14 verse 20. And blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. What happened? Four kings attacked the city of Sodom. And they won the battle. Or these four kings took Lot, the nephew of Abraham, and all of his belongings with them. When Abraham heard that, he chose 318 men to go after this big army of four kings. And he won the battle. He was able to deliver his nephew Lot and take all the belonging back into the hand of Lot again. And Abraham was so thankful for this victory. Right after he got the victory, he gave to God a tithe of all. At that time, Abraham wanted to show a thankful heart toward the Lord. You can see here that at that time, Melchizedek was the priest and the king, and he is symbolic of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. So Abraham gave a tithe to Melchizedek. We should give it a thankful heart. I want to encourage all of you every day, you think about what God has done for you. You think about the promises of God. When I look back in my last 38 years, I have seen many, many favor, many breakthroughs, many good breaks. God has done so many good things to my life. And I believe God has done good things in your life and he will do it in the future as well. He's a good God. He's a God who is faithful to his promises. He heals your disease. He gives you the job. He shifts you to another place where you meet the right people at the right time. You get a promotion. You get a miracle. We should be thankful to the Lord all the time. When we bring our offering to him, we should be thankful. We give to him because we appreciate him so much. And we want to let him know, I thank you, Lord. I love you. That is another attitude. Another attitude is the attitude of sacrifice. We're willing to sacrifice. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verses 2 to 3, Paul wrote about churches in Macedonia. At that time, the churches in Macedonia faced a lot of tribulations or persecutions and trials, and they were not well-to-do financially. They were poor. But out of their poverty and difficulties and tribulations, they gave generously to those Christians in Judea out of the sacrificial spirit. That in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of that joy, they gave with cheerful heart to. And that deep poverty abounded 
in the riches of their liberality. Wow. Even though they were poor, they were persecuted, they gave generously. For I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, they were freely willing. Wow. The Christians in the churches in Macedonia gave to the Lord sacrificially. Actually, they could give excuses that, oh, we don't have a lot of money, we are under hardship right now, we have been persecuted, I don't need to give to help people in Judea. But these believers were so generous, were so willing, so joyful, cheerful, and sacrificial. Sacrificial attitude. That is another one. Not only that, we should give to the Lord willingly. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 4, the Christians in Macedonia were imploring or begging or asking us, mean Paul and also his team, with much urgency that we would receive the gift and the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. Wow. They were willing, they're happy to give. They were not forced. They took initiation to give. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 5, the gold of things of gold and the silver for things of silver and for all kinds of work to be done by the hands of the craftsmen who then is willing to consecrate himself this day to the Lord. Everyone say, willing. I hope that you're not forced to give. God will never force you. Please don't feel pressure from any preacher or from the Holy Spirit to give. You give willingly. You are not buying something from God. You're not giving a tip to God. You give because you love God and you are willing. You're happy to give. A willing attitude. Another attitude we should have is that we give without telling anybody or without seeking praises from any man. Matthew 6, 1-4 Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues or in the streets, that they may have glory for men. As surely I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. You can see here that God wants us to do it secretly. We don't have to boast. We don't need to tell the whole world how much we give, what we do for the Lord. Don't boast like the Pharisees in that generation. In Luke chapter 18, verse 12, I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. You see, they boast about what they do. So we're giving to the Lord secretly. The Lord sees everything we do. Not only that, we give Him with honest attitude, not with the wrong motive, not lying, not cheating. When we say we give 10%, we give full 10%. We don't 
lie that we give 10% but we actually give only 1%. God wants us to have an honest attitude. Acts chapter 5 verses 1 to 4 talk about a man named Ananias who sold the land and he got the proceed of the money and he gave part of it instead of giving it all. But he lied to the Holy Spirit and to the apostle but he gave it all. So he was not honest about his giving. He was lying. Acts chapter 5, the Bible says, But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession, and he kept back part of the proceeds, his wife also being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? Why it remained, was it not your own? And after it was so, was it not in your control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? He has a bad attitude, dishonest attitude. You have not lied to men, but to God. You see, when we give, we should be honest to the Lord. We should be faithful. Yes mean yes. No mean no. 10% mean 10%. When we say we give it all, we give it all. We cannot lie to God. We may lie to people. We may lie to the pastor. They may not know. But God knows our heart. Not only that, we should give to the Lord on a regular basis. Persistently when we come into the presence of God. Anytime we go to worship the Lord in the church, we bring our offering to Him as the way to worship. 1 Corinthians 16.2 say, On the first day of the week, let each one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper, that there may be no collections when I come. What does it mean here, this scripture? It means that before you leave your house to go to church, you pray. And calculate your tithe or offering. You prepare the money in the envelope. Or you prepare it in your pocket or the checkbook. You prepare to give to the Lord every Sunday. You have a gift to come and give to the Lord on a regular basis. Okay, you have everything in hand already ready to give on a regular basis. Not only that, we give to the Lord with faith. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 3, talking again about the Christians at Macedonia. For I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, they were freely willing. The Christians in Macedonia gave by faith. They were poor. They were facing persecutions and trials. But they had faith when they give. The Lord going to do good things to them. They will reap what they sow. They did not hesitate to help the people in Judea by giving this offering to them. My brother and sister, without faith, we cannot please the Lord. Therefore, I believe that this teaching will build your faith and may the word of God renew your mind and cleanse your attitude, your heart. That from now on, when you offer your spiritual sacrifices to the Lord, your sacrifices, your time, your money, your ability that you give to the Lord will be acceptable to His eyes. Again, God 
Look at your heart more than anything else. Be generous. Be willing. Be sacrificial. Be faithful. Honest. Be ready to give. Be willing and honor Him. Being loyal to Him. Devoted to Him. Worshipping Him with the right heart. I would like to ask you two questions. And please reply these questions either to your pastor or to your mentor. The first question is, what kind of wrong attitudes that Christians can have in giving the offering to the Lord? Can you tell what kind of wrong attitudes people have in giving? Second question, after you listen to this teaching, from now on, I believe you're going to watch your heart and what kind of attitude will you have? In giving from now on. Please write it down your answer. Thank you very much for listening to this teaching. I believe that from now on you will watch your heart, guard your heart, and make sure that you please the Lord in your giving by having the right heart or attitudes before the Lord. God bless you. Thank you so much. I hope to see you in the next teaching, number 30 in this series. Next time, we're going to talk about what can we give to the Lord and where should we give to. May the Lord prosper you. May the Lord heal you. May the Lord shower His grace upon you. And may He give you shalom so that you and your children shall worship and praise the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.